Hi, and welcome to episode 109 of the LDS Study Session with me, your host, Matthew Roberts. I wanted to look today at a talk from the most recent General Conference. We are getting ready for, in a few weeks' time, to be hearing from the words, to hear the words of our living prophets and apostles, and I thought it would be good to review one of the talks from a previous conference. I've been looking at the talk, which is called The Eye of Faith by um, Elder Neil L. Anderson, and I absolutely love it. It's absolutely brilliant. He talks to begin with about truth and how and the discussion about what is truth as Pilate asked the Saviour. And obviously in the world today, with the many sources of truth that we have, supposed truth, um, it can be a bit confusing. Uh, I recently was teaching my class at primary school um, a question uh, about, and I asked a question about the Stone Age, and I asked how, how, do we, how did we find out about the Stone Age? How do we know about it? And um, one of the kids, well, one of the first few kids, put their hand up and said Googleplex. And of course, I then had to explore the fact that, firstly, that's not how we found out originally about the Stone Age, and go into the, you know, how we have archaeologists who who find these uh, things out and these evidences. But then I asked them a bit further. You know, do do we believe everything, or should we believe everything we see on the internet? And of course, we went into it further about how well we can't always trust those sources. Um, they they aren't true. They aren't. Um, they can cause a lot of confusion but of course we know that in terms of the gospel there are certain truths which we can know to be true uh, Elder Anderson taught blessed with the restored gospel of Jesus Christ we humbly declare that there are some things that are completely and absolutely true these eternal truths are the same for every son and daughter of God the scriptures teach truth is knowledge of things as they are and as they were and as they are to come truth looks backward and forward expanding the perspective of our small point in time close quote now uh, i think it's important to remember what we are talking about when we're talking about spiritual truth we are talking about doctrines and principles of the gospel such as god is our living heavenly father the gospel blesses families uh, jesus christ is the savior the book of mormon is the word of god and so on what we're not talking about is gospel practices or policies or traditions uh, I think that, you know, when I think about this, there's a couple of examples that come to mind. There is the uh, argument, or the, well, not the say the argument, the, the debate or discussion about how to keep the Sabbath day holy. Now, there are some things which we are taught we should not do on the Sabbath, or we should do on the Sabbath, such as we should not go shopping and we should not work, if possible, on the Sabbath, and also um, in terms of worldly work. And, of course, we should go to church and partake of the sacraments, again, if we are able um but then there are other things which you know are not explicitly stated one example is the the watching of sporting events now me personally i i don't do this because i feel that um i'd rather spend the time with my family doing something whether it's going out for a walk or you know spending a meal time and um, playing games with each other uh, or whatever it is um as opposed to watching something which, let's be frank, only me and, and possibly my son would be interested in. Um, now, of course, I am aware of some great people who do watch sporting events, and the the, the important thing is, is I don't judge that. That's just their choice, and it's not you know against the commandment, uh, but it's just something that I've chosen to do. So I'm not talking about truth such as that. I'm talking about oh, another one actually is um, the 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 kind of tradition or. or culture that a prophet should be perfect because i think that sometimes 
not so much maybe with the living day prophets, but we look at Joseph Smith and Brigham Young and early presidents of the church, and we think that they should be perfect for some reason, or perhaps subconsciously we think that, because when we find out they made a mistake, or there's something about them which we don't like as much, then that completely throws into question our faith. When actually, if we lived at the time, we would see them for the fallible men that they are, and the prophets living today would be the first to you know, admit that they are with fault, and that they are still working to develop and become like their saviour. Uh, and so that's just something which we over time just naturally seem to think. But of course, we, we know that that is not a doctrine or a truth that, that prophets are infallible. You just have to look in the scriptures to see that. Um, so that's what we're talking about when we're talking about these spiritual truths. This eye of faith is really important. Ether chapter 12, verses nine, verse 19 talks about it. It says, And there were many whose faith was so exceedingly strong, even before Christ came, who could not be kept from within the veil, but truly saw with their eyes the things which they beheld with an eye of faith, and they were glad. We can develop this eye of faith when we are learning principles of the gospel, which will help us see the great blessings available uh, once we keep these, these promises. Elder Anderson continues, Likewise, we see the spiritual truths of God through the perspective of an eye of faith. Paul said, The natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, they are foolishness unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. The scriptures, our prayers, our own experiences, modern prophets, and the gift of the Holy Ghost bring us to the spiritual perspective of truth necessary for our journey here on earth. I think one of the, close quote there, I think one of the most difficult things we have as members of the church is that many things we do are not apparently uh, logical or make sense. I mean, there are some things which are logical, such as living the word of wisdom, but then there are other things that perhaps the world do not seem to make sense, such as um, paying like paying a full and honest tithe, perhaps, or even elements of the law of chastity. Um, and, you know, some way you look at us and question that. But I think it's the important point here is to point out why we do things, how we have this eye of faith, that we've been given these commandments, these, these guidances to follow and that we have the eye of faith that as we follow them we will see we will receive the great blessings uh, in store for us if we follow them elder anderson uh, carried on uh, when he said this quote should we really be surprised when the lord's prophets declare his will and for some questions remain of course some reject the voice of the prophets immediately but others prayerfully ponder their honest questions questions that will be settled with patience and an eye of faith if the proclamation speaking of the proclamation to the family had been revealed in a different century, there would still have been questions, just different questions than those of today. Our purpose of prophets, one purpose of prophets, is to help us resolve sincere questions. And I think this is important to remember that he's not just talking about questions from people that don't believe in Christ or, or, or are not members of the church. Of course, it does relate to them, but it applies to us as well. I think we sometimes lack the, uh, or remember or forget that we will inevitably come across questions about our faith, about practices and policies in the church. And it's in those moments when we are in doubt, we need to remember our faith, to remember to look with an eye of faith and have the patience to, to search out those answers. The Lord invites us always to seek answers to our sincere questions. We know of Moroni's promises, one example, but I'm going to uh, share one from First Nephi 11. Nephi has just heard his, his father's wonderful vision about the tree of life. And he says in verses 1 to 3, uh, from chapter 11, 1 Nephi, 
For it came to pass, after I desired to know the things that my father had seen, and believing that the Lord was able to make them known unto me, as I sat pondering in mine heart, I was caught away in the Spirit of the Lord, yea, into an exceedingly high mountain, which I had never before seen, and upon which I had never set foot. And the Spirit said unto me, Behold, what desirest thou? And I said, I desire to behold the things my father saw. We see in verse 1 right there that he believed that the Lord was able to make those things known unto him. He wanted to know the experience, and as he entered, he had the faith that he would learn from that action. He knew that he would receive answers and he, to his questions, and he asked many questions over the next few chapters because he had the faith that he could receive those answers. Again, as I mentioned before, this applies to those who are searching the truth of the gospel, but it also applies to us who seem to think we have found the truth, and actually we don't know the truth fully yet. We are always learning, line upon line. And so we should always be ready to have that eye of faith when we come across things that inevitably we are a bit unsure of or maybe have questions about. As Elder Dietrich Fuchtdorf talk, taught in the 2013 General, October General Conference, quote, it is a great source of spiritual power to live lives of integrity and righteousness and to keep our eyes on where we want to be in the eternities. Even if we can see this divine destination only with an eye of faith, it will help us to stay the course, close quote. If someone, you know, if... If we face a trial that we are struggling to overcome, the Lord is waiting to help us when we have that eye of faith to seek him. If someone wrongs us or we feel unhappy about a circumstance or change, then we can seek guidance and support with an eye of faith, and the Lord will comfort us and direct our paths. And I know that, you know, these things that, we, that we've learned from this talk are so important. You know, it's important to always have that faith that the Lord will receive and answer our prayers. Thank you for listening to our study session today. If you've got anything to share from what you've been studying, please do so at MattSRoberts90 on Twitter or on at LDSStudySession at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you for your time and until we meet again.